Is this something you picked up from some dirty cheap hooker in Belize or something? <laughs> Probably. It did, it did start uh, the day we went to Belize. <laughs> you can see, hey, look, hey, there was no denial there, Scott. You heard no. that, right? I did. I did. <laughs> so, from what I understand, you should stay away from Belize. You better Belize it. Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation? And thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And in this episode, we get to talk about the Saints season finally being over. And I think for the first time in a long time, Saints fans might actually be happy that we're not in the playoffs. Uh, now that we're in our own off-season mode, uh, but there's really a lot of football to be played in the NFL. So the next few weeks of episodes, it's going to be a healthy mix of Saints 22 conclusions, 23 theories, and they ought to do's, uh, as well as a general NFL playoff talk. Uh, so today, I think we do want to talk a little bit about our season wrap up. Uh, and I want to ask each of you kind of if you were in charge, what are you going to do immediately? And then maybe in a few weeks kind of things. Uh, and then I want to talk about the Sean Payton rumors, because we haven't really like a lot of stuff has been circulating the last couple of weeks, but I don't know, know that we've ever given it proper attention on this show so uh we're gonna have a segment dedicated just to that so put your seatbelts on keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show uh jason's not with us today but we do have james wesley and scott uh welcome to the show fellas uh i think the first question i don't you know i don't think we need to go over the carolina game y'all did a good job of that on the instant reaction there's not really a whole lot and even in the instant reaction you already started to get into season summaries because basically it's a whole lot of the same shit every game so wrap up the season and your own kind of uh concluding statements uh we'll start with you uh, who wants to start i'm going to say either james wesley or scott uh i can start i guess um wrap up the season um yeah i'm i don't think we would even if we made the playoffs i don't think we would have done much of anything i look at other teams uh, especially like afc teams like the bills and the Bengals, and they're so much further ahead than we are even you know just in the nfc with san francisco and it's just we're light years i think uh you know dennis allen said at the end of the at his press conference that you know, he was disappointed with the seven and nine record, but he doesn't think we're as far off as people think we are. Um, I don't know. I, I think we're I think we're further off. There's probably a medium like I don't think we're as far off as I think we're I don't know what I'm fucking trying to say. I don't I, I think that. Are you saying we are not as far off as Saints fans think we are, but we but are not as close, but not as close as and he thinks we are. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, and, you know, he's talking about evaluating coaches, you know, that's something. And I think, uh, you know, we had tweeted that he should have been doing all year. Um, you know, you should be at this point ready to drop the ax on who you need to drop the ax on. And that's Carmichael. If, if, if it, in fact, Dennis Allen is staying, then we need to move on and, and get an offensive coordinator. Um, 
See, that's why I think that the comments he makes about that or blah, blah, blah is basically, I think they do know what they're doing. I, I think hope he's saying what he needs to be said so that he doesn't get any sound bites that are going to bite him in the ass rather than, you know, it's easier just to be like, oh, we're going to do whatever. We're going to have this conversation. We're going to evaluate. No, they have already done that, but he's, well, he, then, can't, then, he can't then, answer the thing that says, yeah, you're right. We're going to fire Pete Carmichael because he sucks ass. Well, then on that Black Monday, when all these other coaches are getting fired, you should have let him go then. Like, why is he still there in the building? Maybe if you know what you're going to do, though, then that's a fucking problem because we're going to end up in the same place or worse than we did, you know, next year. I think there's we, we've got our defense is talented. If we can hold on to a lot of the players offensively, it's going to be complete. I think it's going to be almost a completely different offense. I mean, obviously, you're going to have Alave, Joan Johnson, I'm assuming Kamara, other than that, and Taysom, but. You're gonna have a, you know, you have a lot of your offensive Shahid. line probably there. Who I'm sorry, yeah, Shahid. Shahid. I forgot about Shahid. But you know, so if you don't have a like most of the offense. Well, if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't fucking make a difference. And right. we've saw that this year. So the offense is going to be different, except for ten guys, basically. <laughs> but that, but that one guy makes all of the fucking difference in the world. Yeah. All right, James. Yeah, I'm wrap up the season. ultimately for me it's just a it was just a really frustrating year to be a Saints fan I think in week one I got carried away with what I saw in the fourth quarter the alarm bells should have been ringing for the first three quarters of that game Um, you know I had some fairly high expectations for the team this year didn't come anywhere near Um, any of that but for me it was frustrating frustrating because again injuries now you know that kind of can't be helped it can be but it can't be you know there there are certain things you can do about it but the thing that was most frustrating for me was is that we were doing the same thing week in week out and there didn't seem to be any I don't want to use Jason's word because I'm fed up of hearing that word, but there was nobody who was holding the team to account for the same things and the same mistakes they were making week in and week out. And it didn't change all year, even up until the Carolina game on, on Sunday. You know, the, the offense was still doing the same things poorly that it was doing poorly in week one. And there was no progress. Now, the defense, that definitely progressed and towards the end of the season was probably one of the better defenses in the NFL. But on the offensive side of the ball, the team needs a a real, a real overhaul in coaching, game planning, um, tactics, whatever you want to call it. So some, something needs to change on the offensive side of the ball. The base is there. The offensive line's okay. We've got some receivers. If Kamara stays and doesn't get too badly suspended, <laughs> You've got the potential there, but like, you know, coming back to what Scott said, you need that quarterback. And we didn't have that this year. I'd like to have seen Jameis. We didn't, we won't now, but yeah, that's, that's, that was ultimately for me, a season of great frustration. Hmm. All right. Wesley. I mean, is the season just kind of went on and on as far as seeing um, players, um, and coaches as well that looked unprepared for games. Um, you know, we had uh, players that looked like they hadn't tackled in a year. They had players that looked like they hadn't been coached on special situations and special teams. 
We have players that look like they uh, hadn't worked at all on ball control and uh, not fumbling. Um, and then we got into games where, I mean, <laughs> listen, the Twitter's not the coach, but every idiot on Twitter like knew how we should have approached the Cleveland game. And it took our offensive coordinator and head coach half a game almost to figure it out. And I mean, and, and again, those people shouldn't normally be right, but once they followed the obvious game plan that everybody went to, like they started doing well, um, it just looked like a, an unprepared team. Um, and then, I mean, my greatest frustration is, I mean, I just completely disagree with ever naming Andy Dalton, your starting quarterback and saying the words, he gives us the best chance to win as we continue to lose. And then we lose again. And you say, he gives us the best chance to win. That, that's just, that's where all my greatest frustration comes from the season. And I mean, at some point you look back and go, okay, well, I was wrong. I've been saying that for four weeks and we've won one game. He doesn't give us the best chance to win. Um, now, again, we, we think that he's probably, there's other things behind the scenes that we don't know about um, that led to Jameis being benched. I mean, the only thing that makes sense. But um, it was still frustrating um, going through that. And I, I will say, I mean, we're talking about season wrap-up, but moving forward, I agree that we're not that far off for multiple reasons. One, we're in a terrible division. Um, two, like, I mean, there's a couple of like moves that we make. We've got a really good base of a defense. Uh, we need a quarterback, which that is a big move. So if you say we're far off, it's because quarterbacks are hard to find. We don't need a top flight quarterback right now. We have a very average, barely below average quarterback. We score 16 points a game. We give up 16 points a game, get us a middle of the road, barely above average quarterback. And we average 19 and a half points a game. You got 10 wins. I mean, it's just, I mean, it really is just, it comes down to simple math as far as that goes. And so saying that we need, we need a bruising ball control running back. That's not Alvin Kamara to run between the tackles. We need something on the defensive line and you need a quarterback that that's not going to throw the ball to the other team or freak out every time there's a pass rush or you're down by three points. Um, it's, you know, just again, we, we don't need the new Drew Brees um, and, and stuff like that. So I think there is a route to turning this around. Having said that, that route to turning around only works if you believe Dennis Allen's the right guy to lead it. And, and, and I mean, at this point, why debate it? Why argue about that anymore? Uh, I mean, Mickey, Mickey's hired the right person before. Maybe he's hiring the right person again. Um, I, my big, I'm going to freak out if they announce that Pete Carmichael's coming back. Cause maybe I can see ways to excuse Dennis Allen and the injuries and, Listen, we made lots of excuses for Sean Payton when 33% of Sean Payton's uh, seasons here ended with seven wins. And we give him a whole lot. And in only one of his seasons that he deal with, or two seasons that he deal with as many injuries as Dennis Allen this year. Um, so so maybe, maybe Dennis Allen's the right guy. There's nothing I saw that lets me think that Pete Mark Carmichael's the right guy. And I don't care if the greatest offensive minds come together and tell us he's the right guy. I'm going to be the idiot that disagrees with them. Right. I think yeah, you, you, you say, you say about the Sean Payton and 33% of his seasons were seven wins. You know, he did have Drew Brees then. You imagine if Drew Brees was in this team this year, how many wins we'd have probably got. I mean, again, like Sean Payton, because he brought us a Super Bowl, um, gets a whole lot of levity. Also, I mean, and this is a big thing I've talked about that annoys the crap out of me. Sean Payton would do a press conference after a loss or after a bad season. And Sean Payton 
one, I think Sean Payton thought he was the smartest guy in the room, but he left you questioning. Maybe he is the smartest guy in the room. He had confidence and he had witty answers. And sometimes he was a jerk and sometimes he was, but he was in control of the room. I don't get that from Dennis Allen. Now, whether that, but that's what we have to judge these people on. And so I think that naturally I had confidence in Sean Payton, that he was this smart guy and we'll never know. And I've brought this up for the last year and a half. We don't know between that dynamic of Sean Payton and Drew Brees if both of them are amazing Hall of Famers or if only one of them was. We, we don't know. And Sean Payton going to another team is going to let us figure that out. Right. And what he does the next four or five years, we're going to know. Was Sean Payton that great? I mean, that's all – that's fair points. And, like, the, the whole – right, the Dennis Allen thing, like, it is the, – the first half of the year, it was – it was really easy to point the finger at him and because it wasn't just the outcome on the field. It wasn't just how he's just a, like being a bad press conference person, but like the, the air, the attitude, the morale around the team, if it just felt like an impotent, right. And, and it, it just the team felt like that. We don't know if that was a result of like, they're just facing these injuries. Also a transition, like you're, you are, like this is the first season after that Sean Payton vacuum and even call it like the Drew Brees vacuum, even though we played last year without Drew Brees, but no, this is the first year without either one of those guys, there's going to be an adjustment period. And if you sit there and say like, we won six, what, seven games this year and the adjustment year, like in that first year, it's not the worst thing to, to expect. We all knew it wasn't going to be the same. So I can't believe I'm saying, but like, you're right. Like Dennis Allen probably is warranted. I don't want to say deserve, but he's warranted another year, at least with a team that can stay fucking healthy because the bigger thing that this team faced above all else was the fact that we had more injuries. This is two years in a row that the Saints has been decimated by injuries. So who's to say that, like you said, Wesley, like it looked like some of these guys hadn't tackled any practice tackling or ball control or any of those things. Well, yeah, some of them might not have because they were practice squad guys or they were, you know, they weren't starters. And so you throw them all together. And now you got this guy who's his first year being a head coach after being a defensive coordinator for so long. You got Pete Carmichael, who I do think that we did, we did get that answer this year. Pete Carmichael was not the offensive coordinator that we thought he was under Sean Payton. He rode Sean Payton. He was Sean Payton's task man, right? And so that'll lead Here's, us to our next question is you're in charge. Well, just real quick, Jay. What I was going to say is I agree with the injury thing and what you're saying. Here's my one thing that just always occurs when I say that because I make those excuses and I, the injuries are a real thing. If Jameis Winston had, had been injured and missed the entire season because he was unhealthy, if, like, if, if he broke his back and we put him on IR, and just he never practiced again this year, then I'd be 100% in on that. Where I really start to question everything is over the last seven or eight weeks when Jameis was healthy enough to play football and we made the decision to go with Andy Dalton. That's the one that just sticks with me because I, I, I believe in, I, in, in, in the back of my head that even with those other people that were injured, Jameis being able to throw the ball downfield to Rashid Shahid and – Chris Olave, when he when he's healthy, is better than Andy Dalton trying it or taking sacks or, I mean, 
So that's that's the one point that, and again, that just comes down to. I mean, I mean, I don't know, I don't know which one of them is the better quarterback. I, think- I guess. Some of that, Wesley, and I don't know if this is true or not, but the only thing I can think of that maybe would explain that is perhaps you've now at this point, by that time, you've played the majority of your games with Andy Dalton as the starter, which means the chemistry, the timing, the cadence, the game management, the everything that goes between, even with the relationship between the coach and the quarterback, the quarterback in the center, the receivers, like Andy Dalton had played enough with the team to where if you threw Jameis in there for those last two or three games, it's almost like starting over again. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but like, could that have been part of it? And then the other thing is like, there are rumors out there that Jameis Winston, even before the injury, like some of the, the dings against him are that he doesn't, he doesn't have the ability to kind of like get those pre-read pre-snap reads and he's not able to diagnose that defense. So maybe they really did think like Andy Dalton's got a lot more experience in the NFL and whether he can read, pre-read or not, I mean, sometimes those sacks that he takes makes you think he can't. But, like, I don't know. It just maybe they actually genuinely looked at the whole body of work and said that, you know what, Aunt, maybe Jameis Winston, he's raw talent. But the thing that separates the good from the great players or, you know, in the NFL, every player in the NFL has enough talent to play. But how many of them got the brains to be able to do it? And maybe they didn't think Jameis Winston had the brains to be the quarterback that they wanted him to be. And, they and, and then I was, om- I was, I was almost there and I accepted everything. And then Jameis's teammates award him the Ed block courage award. <laughs> and I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Cause I was like, okay, he pissed everybody off. He didn't do well. Like everybody saw that he just wasn't the guy. And then his teammates award him an award. Yeah. He's courageous. That doesn't mean he's a good football player. Right. But I, mean, I think what Wesley's saying no. is that he didn't lose the team. Like he was still yeah. there. Everybody wanted to tell us how Dennis Allen didn't lose the team. You know, to didn't lose the team. Jameis Winston didn't lose his team of all the stuff that got that went on. Those guys still believed in him. Because and, he's got everything. Maybe he's got everything except for that football IQ. Maybe. I don't know. I can maybe buy the second part with the football IQ. I don't agree with the first part where there isn't you know, chemistry between, I mean, shit, he's been with them long enough. I'm not There's saying fun- there wasn't, I'm saying that you've built, right. a, you've built, uh, uh, a, no, a if, if Dalton, and, uh, if, no, if Dalton would have gotten hurt and you're getting used to, you'd have a lot more false starts with Jameis Winston popping in you know, for the last I don't, two games. I don't know if I necessarily agree with you that. You had a lot more mistakes made. I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, you but, know, delay of games or who knows, or maybe Pete, Pete Carmichael just, didn't feel like he had he knew how to call a game with a better quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so you're in charge. What do you immediately do? Speaking of Pete Carmichael, well, I mean, I would have fired Dennis Allen. Would have been the first thing I would have done. I mean, you say it's his first year, but his first year as a head coach with the Saints. He's been yeah. a head coach before and never won more than four games. Mm-hmm. So, so he just actually almost doubled that. Right. I would have, I would have. So he improved. Okay. He improved. I still would have let him go. And I would have started fresh. I would, I would, I would do at this point, And we mentioned it on the history X show. I would do everything within my power to try to convince Sean Payton to come back. You, you, like we said on Sunday, you've got to have the conversation and that still might happen. 
Yeah, I'd say so. My my thing where I've, I've said on Sean Payton is that like I would like Sean Payton back, and I even I think I'm the one that brought it up the other day about you got to have that conversation. Um, I also have said that if we're gonna get a top seven or eight or ten pick for Sean Payton, then I right now prefer that over Sean Payton because I don't trust that Sean Payton's gonna want to be here for three years. Um. And what kind of conversations we're having now with Arizona and Houston being involved um, on top of the Broncos. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shopping Sean Payton, getting the, the best package that I can for him. Um, I'm waiting and hoping that the Cowboys lose to the Bucks this weekend so that they fire their coach and they start jumping in and I get a massive bidding war going on. Um, I definitely fire Pete Carmichael immediately. Um, yeah, I think we can all I agree say, with that one. I, I, I would say that I would go back to um, I think everything else you, you need to try to keep the rest of your coaching staff together if you can, um, because like the one thing that we don't have to build is what we've done on defense. We did this with a terrible defensive line this year, like a, a terrible defensive line. Well, and, I mean, um, we've only we played with, a, with, the, with, you know, we were short a person on a defensive line this year. But we've got to, yeah, I mean, the, uh, Marcus Davenport can count on one hand how many good defensive linemen we had. That's what I was saying. He's the one that we were playing one short with. But like um, he didn't do shit. No, I, th- I think that there's you got to keep that together because that's at least the one thing is if you can ride in the next season with this defense starting that way, um, it gives you opportunities. We're going to obviously have to find a quarterback and get going from there. You know, it's interesting yeah. that Arizona, what, has the third pick? I yeah. believe. <clears throat> um, Houston has, Houston two, Houston and has 12. Two, and 12, two and 12. So, and they both I mean, requested permission to speak with Sean Payton already. I don't think he's Literally going to Houston. Today. I don't think he's going to Houston. I don't know who would want to go to Houston, to be honest. I mean, yeah, money, but I would assume that other Houston people. Houston could... has a lot of really talented young players. I mean, they they're they need a quarterback, but they've got a lot of talented young players. The one thing about Houston that would be really good. Well, it's also the same for Arizona. The two things about those is they both need a GM. So if Sean wants to go in and bring Jeff right. Ireland with him. Those are the two that he. Um, but I mean, so you, you go to Houston and you don't have a quarterback. So you get to build that or you go to Arizona where you're stuck with Kyler Murray. I mean, they're, they're, now one of them you live in Houston and the other one you live in Arizona. But I, I think that I'll, I'll th- say I think all of this comes down to money. Sean Payton's going to talk about the, the ownership and, I, and all this. I think what he means is what owner is going to pay him $25 million a year to be a coach. I think that's what, what re- it all comes down to. What would really suck is if we got the Arizona pick and the first two picks are quarterbacks, and now we're like, you know, you Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud goes, and you're like, okay, now what do we do? You take Will Levis, and you get healthy. Oh, God. I don't know about that. I, I, I definitely do not. I think that, I think uh, Bryce Young's way too small. He's going to get that's – a, that's, a, that's an injury-prone quarterback coming with the NFL. Um, and I'm, I just don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. <laughs> Not a, well. I mean, I mean, I mean. Technically, Joe Burrow was an Ohio State quarterback. No, he, he just wasn't. needed to come to LSU to. He was not. <laughs> Where did he graduate from? Yeah. Where did he win? Hey. Where did he play? Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely, absolutely. But that shows you. Um, that shows you how bad Ohio State is with the quarterbacks. They didn't even know that they should have started him. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? They yeah, let him exactly, walk. They exactly. let the greatest quarterback yeah. in college yeah. history walk. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, ev- everybody's kind of covered the main points in terms of what they would do, and I agree with it. I think, I think the other thing that I would do is whoever comes in as offensive coordinator – they need in their interview to explain to Mickey Loomis and whoever's going to be there, De- Dennis Allen, how the hell they get the best out of Alvin Kamara because Carmichael did not do that this year. And we've wasted two years of Alvin Kamara now, I think. And he's, what, 27 now? 27? Yeah. He's probably well, got and we're going to go ahead and waste next year because he won't be playing for at least a quarter of the season next year. Yeah, but agreed. We are going to lose him for some of it. But when he comes back, We've got to get him back to what he was doing so well under Sean Payton because he's not the, I mean, I think, Wesley, you mentioned it about getting a between-the-tackles smash-mouth runner to do that job because that's not Kamara. I mean, Dennis Allen's proven what we talked about earlier. He is a defensive coordinator who's being a head coach. He's going to want to run the ball, hold the ball, punt the ball, not take risks on fourth down. Like, he's he's wanting to pin the other team back. I mean, and we, we need somebody that can can hold on to the ball and run through the line. I just don't understand how you devise that strategy with the personnel that you were you inherited. Nobody does. That's why we go over seven and nine. <laughs> it's like, you know, it would be okay if you were to have both a good offense and defense. Like why why do you only get one? Uh, whatever. I mean, I get that you don't have a quarterback, but you can do a bunch of screen passes. We did have a quarterback. We don't call those. Not in twenty. Right? Not in this economy, Jeff. Yeah. Screen All right. passes. So, uh, yeah. All right. So then, then that is going to lead us to, let's talk about Sean Payton sweepstakes. Um, last couple of weeks, obviously, his name's been in the news. He is the number one candidate. Black Monday comes around. We just talked about Arizona. We just talked about Houston. Both of those have asked for him. The commanders, uh, they're not looking for a new head coach. The Rams, Sean McVay, they fired a bunch of people. Sean McVay's future's not certain over there. He said he, even he's taken time off to think about what he wants to do. Yeah, he could walk. It sounds like he's gone because he openly gave every one of his assistant coaches Mm-hmm. permission to go on any interview they want <laughs> like yeah. so like that doesn't sound like somebody who's coming back but it's also weird that he would want to burn the rams down as he leaves like yeah like what is going on like that's so i mean if that it's also proof that the nfl rewarded them for building that stadium and moving to la with the super bowl because once that happened it's like all right we're out bye like the saints mm-hmm. they, i mean they, he has, the he rams has, he has, Cool, well, I was. He said last year after the Super Bowl that he was seriously considering retirement, and it didn't sound like from him that it was a ploy to get a bigger paycheck. Like he said, "I want to go have kids um, while I'm still young. I want to be there. I want to be a part of that." Um, and uh, he also is somebody that's going to be able to pretty apparently probably get fifteen million dollars a year to just talk on TV about football, um, I which I mean. It sounds like it's right up his alley is what he wants to do. It's kind of right. It's weird because you just don't see that that often where you have such a young guy. He's 36 years old. And granted, he he did everything I guess he wanted to do. He won a Super Bowl. So why 
commit to the grind for the next 40 years yeah you can make a ton of money but at the end of the day like it's a lot of work and it does you know to be successful in the nfl requires you to sacrifice you know you have to your first priority has to be that team so i guess yeah if he takes a few years off Teams well, will still be back? interested I mean, in him when he comes millions, back. Well, if you yeah. made millions, you put that money to work for you, and you can then just go make more millions just talking about it on TV. Some like like to me, like a Sean Payton, clearly, or a Tom Brady, like Drew Brees, like those guys. It's in their DNA to compete. So like, I've got to whether I'm coach or player, I've got to be competing for that Super Bowl championship. Sean McVay, maybe I guess he's that kind of guy who's like, yeah, I did what I did, but I'm like. Wesley said he's more interested in having a life balance and well, I'll be on TV just as fine. I don't need multiple Super Bowls. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of talking about Sean Payton and bringing it back to that, the Rams are out. They've got nothing to offer. They, 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 they've got nothing to offer yeah. in terms of a, in terms of a trade. So I think the Rams will be nowhere near. All right. Colts. Yeah. Um, I will say too that one thing one thing that just came out, um, Nick Underhill just put out that he does not believe there's going to be a bidding war. That this is essentially is going to come down to any team that contacts the Saints. The Saints are going to basically kind of have the parameters of what it would take. Know that that team's willing to pay it, and then Sean Payton's just going to pick a team to go to. This is not going to be. I mean, like I, I don't know if some of that's because he's in control. Some of it's respect of the deal. But um, I mean, I think any of these teams getting into it understand that there's a minimum price they're going to have to pay um, for for Sean and to the Saints. Um, so, you know, um, uh, it's not going to be like the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, then is what you're saying? Or LeBron? No, be pretty no. great. It's going to be a thing of where he intends to take his talents to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think Peyton is literally just going to decide which team he wants to go to, and it's going to be up to them to then agree the deal with the Saints, understanding yeah. what the minimum expectation is, and then go from there. And yeah, so the Colts are looking for a coach. Denver's looking for a coach. Uh, so out of everybody that you know, Colts, I don't see being a real situation for him. <laughs> All right, so then no, I can't see the Colts. Where, as of today, where do you believe? he will land and does that match with where you want him to land i think arizona arizona's i mean to me the place that makes the most sense i mean they've got a pretty good team around now the one thing that's a problem that now it started slowing down is i mean apparently the cardinals owner said whatever gms that he's interviewing he's letting them know that their intention is not to re-sign deandre hopkins and to move him he's got two years and 32 million left on his contract and they intend on probably moving on from him, and they want whatever GM and coach that come in to understand that that's part of their plan. Um, that sounds really stupid to me, so that kind of knocks that down a peg. I just think, I, I, you know what, I could see Sean Payton wanted to work with Russell Wilson here. Um, I could see him. It makes sense to me of, like, the problems that Russell Wilson had this last year, that he was still trying to be the old Russell Wilson. And um, Sean Payton could fix that. Like, I mean, he took – Drew Brees was basically crippled in his right arm and maybe had three of the best seasons of his career. Um, Russell Wilson still has a lot livelier arm than that. He's just got to deal with how do I get around the line when I'm five foot 11. Um, Sean Payton <laughs> knows how to do that for a, for a quarterback. Um, I think that's a, a good situation for that. Um, 
for him. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think Arizona is probably the most likely he goes to. Um, but strictly from a Saints perspective, I think it would be the best for us if he went to Houston because that's potentially where we're going to get the best pick. I think that 12 I can't pick see is the Cardinals. probably about the pie-in-the-sky yeah. pick. That 12 pick is about is great. Yeah, I can't see the Cardinals giving up three. No. I mean, for no. what they could... I mean, Houston they are not going to give up two. The Cardinals don't Definitely need... A, I mean, assuming the Cardinals don't need a quarterback, is an you know uh, offensive lineman, you know that you're going to pick at third or a defensive lineman or whoever you're going to pick at third, is that better value than having Sean Payton as your coach? I don't think so. It's not like it's a it's a it's a franchise player really that they're going to be. All depends what the Bears do with the first pick, really, doesn't it? If they trade out for somebody who wants a quarterback, then quarterbacks are going to go one and two. But if the Bears stay where they are, then a quarterback isn't going to go number one, more than likely. Right, but whether even the, if uh, well, whether uh, the they're not going to pick a not, quarterback. Quarterbacks are going one, two. Yeah, the... the, 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 the Bears stay yeah. there, they're picking a quarterback. And Arizona's, think... Arizona's not picking a quarterback. They have too much tied into Kyler Murray. Yeah, but I think I think I think I mean, look, we're going to get we, we could potentially get the twelfth pick from Houston or the twenty fifth or the twenty sixth pick from Denver. Do you do you think if San Diego loses this weekend that their coach might get fired? I mean, that yeah, would be a team I wouldn't mind getting involved. I, I I I think that Dallas and the Chargers both are very likely now again. This is the same thing we talked about with having the conversation about Dennis Allen. You have the conversation about can we get Sean back and then we fire him. If either one of those teams fires Brandon Staley or Mike McCarthy and then doesn't get Sean Payton, they're morons. Like yeah. if 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 they both because I mean it's gonna be hilarious if they both fire their coach thinking they can talk Payton into coming there. Because whichever one doesn't get him has screwed themselves badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Sandy, <laughs> Sandy. If the Chargers, the Chargers find a way to get uh, Sean Payton, like that, that is a bit of a reunification. And we've all talked about how they're already running his offense. Herbert's the kind of quarterback he would want to coach. Like it almost, be, yeah. you 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 kind of wonder if, like, what if Sean Payton's sitting back here being like, I'll entertain all these interviews, but you know, off the record, the deal's already made with the Chargers. And that was kind of my thing I mentioned on the Instant Reaction show was that I'm not 100% convinced that he doesn't stay in broadcast another year. Like, if he doesn't find the exact right fit that he I don't wants... Know. There wouldn't be this much shit going on. I don't know. I don't see that as a possibility. There's, there's too much. There's No, there's too, there's too much. Too many Look, teams are interested. They're going to throw a bag of money at him. He's I'm 95% convinced that he's going to coach next year, but I'm only and I'm 5% convinced that he'll stay. I said I'm not 100%, but I'm I'm close that he's going to coach. But there's still that 5% he's, he's in the back of my head. Hey, they like your that. math checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of math checking out, let's move on to pickums. It's all about the king for like the rest. Your failure is my success. It's all about control. We make it. I will deliver the pain. You can't take it. I'm in control. All right. So uh, in the Pickums League here, we're entering the Super Wild Card Weekend. Which, by the way, you know, it's just fucking Wild Card Weekend NFL. You don't have to put the word "super" in front of it to make it better. It's okay. We're gonna watch. That's the stupidest thing. Anyway. 
It's wild card weekend. So with entering uh, pickums, J.A. Arella leads the league with a 47 and 38 record, followed by Big Easy Guy, Jean, and then me. And then James, you're one game behind me. Then the mailman, drummer, Mr. Coach Klein, Jason, Wesley, Mark Brennan, Sans Hobbs, Scott, Tom Ensign, Jambalaya Brothers, Paul Perrette, Neil Ben, Ali Gibbs, Christian Mino, Farmer, and PX Saber. Uh, so let's get into this week's games. Hey, Jeff, I already sent you my picks. I got to get off of here, though, guys. All right. Uh, All right. Your... I put them in the chat. Yeah, he put them in the chat. He All did. Right. They were in the chat earlier on. This morning. I All see right. Bye. I love you. All right. Bye. See you, Wesley. Tell bye. He said, I love you? Yeah, he did. All okay. right. So uh, who's got the games and the spreads? Uh, I got them. All right. All right. Uh, first game on Saturday at 3.30 Central Time is the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith traveling to San Francisco to play the 49ers, who I guess is starting uh, Burley. Booty. Yeah, whatever Booty. his name is. Birdie. Um, the game is in San Francisco. San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite. Ooh. Uh, I think I'm going to have to take Seattle. That's huge spread. Hmm. It's a lot of points, but I'm going to take San Fran in this one. I think is, that ready. Is, is that for your son? I just, I just think, yeah, they're beast mode. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting that many points, but I am going to have to go with San Francisco. All right. All right. I believe it. The second game on Saturday, Saturday night, is the Los Angeles Chargers go, traveling next team, possibly traveling to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Um, the Chargers are favored by two and a half. Yeah, I'll take the Jags there, please. I agree. I'm taking. <clears throat> I actually think they're going to win the game. Yeah, I'm taking the too. Jags to West Coast team traveling east. Yep, taking the Jags. Um, on Sunday, the Miami Dolphins travel to Buffalo to play. Buffalo, the... please, whatever the spread. Same, Buffalo. <laughs> you only let me Sorry, get it out. Stolen your thunder there. Go on, carry on. Um, Tua is not expected to play. Doesn't matter. He's not playing. He's out. Um, Actually, that I, makes more Buffalo. I'm guessing DeMar Hamlin will probably be at the game. Uh, since he's been released from the hospital, could be could make a surprise appearance. Buffalo is favored by 13 and a half. Yeah, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, Buffalo. I'm going to take, take the Bills as well. <clears throat> I don't see how Miami score, whereas Buffalo yeah, are going to score a lot. Um, big the spread for a playoff game. That is big spread for a playoff game. Uh, the afternoon game is the New York Giants traveling to Minnesota. To play the Vikings, uh, Minnesota is a three-point favorite. Hmm. I think they played. They played. Didn't they play early in the season? I think that's, Minnesota barely won. Am I correct in saying close, that? Close. That's closer than I thought it was going to be on the spread. Giants have a lot of close hey, games. The Vi- yeah, the Vikings have had a lot of close games. Actually, I think ten Giants games too. have been. I think I think ten games this year. The Vikings have have been one-score games. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota. I mean, it's the playoffs. I think. I think they're going to step up and. I'm going to take Minnesota as well. Justin Jefferson's going to have a a game. All right. Um, The night game (laughs) is the Baltimore Ravens traveling to play the Cincinnati Joe Burrow Bengals. Um, The game is in Cincinnati. The Bengals are favored by eight and a half. 
Uh, I don't believe Lamar is going to be playing in this game either. Well, I guess we're all taking Cincinnati. I wonder, I wonder what that spread was before that news came out a couple of hours ago. Um, I don't know. I think it was only eight. I don't think it's moved that much. Was it? Okay, well, I'm taking Cincinnati anyway. Yeah. Um, I am rolling with Joey B. Surprise, surprise. All right. In our final game on Monday night, the Dallas Cowboys travel to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tom Brady Buccaneers, I should say. Um, the game is in Tampa. Dallas is favored by two and a half. I hate doing this, but I'm going with the Bucs. Yeah. Yeah, the NFL is making sure they're going to win. So, Yeah, I think I'm going to have to take the Bucs too. Um, I'm surprised that Dallas is a favorite on the road, but you know, I, we I mean, were Mark Ingram running one yard further away than that game being in the Superdome. I know. Uh, you and never Dallas would have been favored by more than two. <laughs> Don't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs, and then no. we all know we all know playoff Lenny shows up, Leonard Fournette shows up. Right. So, Tam- Tampa right. Bay. Yep. All right. So to review real quick, Seattle at San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite. Chargers at Jacksonville, Jacksonville. I'm sorry, the Chargers are a two and a half point favorite. Miami at Buffalo, Buffalo's a 13 and a half point favorite. Giants at Minnesota, Minnesota is a three point favorite. Baltimore at Cincinnati, Cincinnati is an eight and a half point favorite. And Dallas at Tampa, Dallas is a two and a half point favorite. Get your picks in, folks. There you go. Final thoughts, Scott. Uh, just, you know, glad the season's over. I'm hoping that, uh, we can, you know, get some movement this off season and it's going to be definitely an interesting off season. So it'll be uh, fun to see, go check out LSU women's and men's basketball and LSU gymnastics started last week, lost against Utah, but we're going to try to bounce back this week. All right. And James final thoughts. Yeah. Shame the season ended the way it did. Um, you know, it was, it was a bit of a grind watching it. Um, especially those late, late games for me. Um, I'm quite proud that I was able to watch all of them this year, which is which is really, really good. Um, I do just want to talk very, very briefly about the absolute highlight of, uh, of of this season, and I think you'll know where this is coming. Where this is going. Um, we haven't really done a review of what happened in London, but that weekend was special. Um, and was great that we were all able to get together for a few days. You know, the game ruined it a little bit, only a little bit. Um, so yeah, it was it was great to uh, to have you over here. Um, and um, looking forward to um, our um, our trip to Green Bay in twenty twenty three. Is that where it's going to be? That's where James is going. Uh, I, thought I'm James, going. I thought I thought you were going to Carolina. When I realised we were at Green Bay, I've already. I mean, I know when the game's not. I don't know when the game is, but I've looked at September flights to get me there, and I know how much it's going to cost, and it's not as much as I thought it was going to be. So, nice. Green Bay, twenty twenty three. All right, yeah, London was definitely a highlight uh, for me as well this year. Um, it was an awesome trip. Couldn't have, I wouldn't have, I would have been pissed if I would have missed it. So I'm glad I got to go. It feels like it was forever yes. ago, too, doesn't it? It does. It does. It really does. Literally just a couple of weeks ago. That's what the Saints do that. That's what the Saints do to us. All that lead up to it and all the planning and, you know, how long we'd been organizing it and and things like that. And then, yeah, it just like went dead quickly. But no, it was it was the absolute highlight of um, 
the absolute highlight of the of of the season for me because um, none of the football was. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, no that 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 is my final thought. All right. Sorry for coughing in the microphone there. It happens. Uh, so uh, the other thing is a bit of notes from everybody in case you hadn't missed it on Twitter. Uh, Batten, uh, former Dome Patrol podcast member officially now. So he announced his retirement from the Dome Patrol podcast. Hadn't been on for quite some time. Ma- made a couple of instant reaction shows this uh, this year, but that's about it. But he is taking his time off to go like, focus on his family. They just recently had a baby this season. So uh, he is hanging up the microphone officially. And the headset and becoming a listener uh also obviously always welcome poor little alpha ben thank you for all of the work that you did all those years uh so that's all the show we have for you right now we're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the dome patrol podcast follow us on facebook look for dome patrol podcast follow us on twitter at dome patrol pcast and at dome patrol uk if you want to participate in game day chats dm us on twitter to get an invitation to our discord server and if you want to listen the old-fashioned way go to dome patrol podcast at com say bye-bye donkeys Bye-bye, Ben Donkeys. Good night, Hootat Nation. And when the sun refuses to shine, when the sun refuses to shine, Lord, how I want to be in that number when the saints go marching Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in, Lord, how I want to be there on that morning when the saints go marching. When the trumpet sounds its call, when the trumpet sounds its call, oh, how I want to be in that number. When the trumpet sounds its call, when the saints go marching in. Some say, some say this world of trouble Is the only world we'll ever see But I'm waiting for that morning When the new world 
is revealed. Oh, when the new world is revealed, oh, when the new world is revealed, Lord, how I want to be there on that morning when the new When I sing, oh marching in, Lord, I want to be in that number. When I sing, oh marching in, Lord, I want, Lord, how I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in. Yes, Mark Anthony Thompson. Who's Patty Scott?